As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to the BBM Global Network with 25 years in broadcast audio and video production. Our passionate team creates content and marketing for the world of Internet talk radio. If you've got a passion, come join us at BBMGlobalNetwork.com. The BBM Global Network. Your voice is now heard. Let's Make Life Happen with author and host Dr. Eva Shaw is a show that will help you understand about self-sabotage behavior that has caused patterns in relationships, career, financial stress, and health. The Let's Make Life Happen approach is one that intertwines with solution-focused and cognitive behavioral therapy. So please welcome the host of Let's Make Life Happen, Dr. Eva Shaw. Welcome to the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio with your host, Dr. Eva Shaw, and let's make life happen. So today's show is on parenting adolescents, or teenagers is maybe the word that we use more, and are we ready for the ride? If you were here last week, you know that I started this presentation And partway through, realized that I needed to have another show to be able to get more information out to you that I think is really important. And so that's what I'm doing today. And I'll tell you at the end of the show what next week's show will be about. So first off, I always want you to know what my website address is, and that's so that you can go there to get almost any information about me that you need or want. So contact information and how to set an appointment with me. Those kinds of things are all on my website, which is www.makelifehappen.info. So makelifehappen.info. Info. So I want to really thank you for joining with me today. I like to run the show like as if I'm talking to you and you're right in my office and we're having a conversation and I'm answering questions and doing some teaching and that kind of thing. 
I think of this as seeing somebody right here beside me or across from me and uh, try to make it personal in that way. You can call in, you know, I think it says right there on the website, you can call in and you can call in because this is live and you can ask me questions directly. And today I wouldn't wonder if there aren't some questions out there. Uh, lots of times when I speak about parenting adolescents in the community when I'm talking, uh, there's a, a multitude of questions that come forward because it is a distressful and a, a difficult time and difficult stage in life. But they are amazing people and they are our future generation and we have to do a good job with what we can do. So... I always tell you my mission for this show, and it truly is my heart. I want to be the person who makes your good days exceptional and helps turn your bad days into great learning experiences so that you might say, my life has changed since I met Eva, and let's make life happen. So let's try and let's make life happen today. On my show, I focus on self-sabotage patterns. And people, again, when I'm in the community, often ask me, what in the world is self-sabotage anyway? Well, it's about changing our beliefs about ourself. Our beliefs about ourself come from self-esteem and come from self-confidence. And we need to learn how to raise our, what I call, deserve level so that we can actually get to our dreams. We all have dreams in life. Sometimes we have to think about what they are. But if we're thinking that we've got a dream and we can't make it, we will never, ever get that dream, then probably we're self-sabotaging ourselves so we won't get that dream. I believe that all dreams are possible. We just have to be able to get there and believe in ourselves. So today, parenting a teenager is about instilling in them the acceptance of their own uniqueness or self-esteem and good thoughts about who they are and self-confidence or belief in their abilities to achieve in life. That's what parenting a teenager is about. That's what we have to do when we're working with our teenager, is we have to instill in them that they are a good person, that they can achieve in life, that they will achieve in life, that they can have dreams, that they can work towards those, and that they do have abilities and those abilities will get them far in life. So again, this is about self-esteem and self-confidence. And parents are very, very, very important people in the life of teenagers. A little bit about my service, Make Life Happen. I'm located in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. And in my service and the people that come in to see me in my office, 
Um, I teach the make life happen approach, as I call it, which is based on self-sabotage, which is based on self-esteem and self-confidence issues. Um, and I, the make life happen approach has a long history. I've been telling you a little bit about how that name came to be in my life. And um, I really believe that uh, we need to put our best action into everything that we do because we are responsible for our choices. And we can make lots of things in our life happen for good. Um, I'm a believer, I have faith, and when I can't do any more than that, then I have prayer and so on where I go to help me make things happen and to give me a little more strength. So that's the Make Life Happen approach. I am a registered clinical counselor and I am a certified self-sabotage life coach. So you can visit my website once again at www.makelifehappen.info and you can find my confirmation or my contact information there. Get to know me better, read an introduction to my book, The Butterfly Flies, and set an appointment on my calendar. So a little bit about The Butterfly Flies. That's a book that has just come out in uh, from the publisher two months ago, just before I started my first shows. And The Butterfly Flies is examples in my own life that relate to other people. And I've told you the difficulties that I've gone through and the victories that I've had and how I kind of got from point A to point B. Be. So the butterfly really is me. And I have grown to love butterflies and to watch butterflies. And there were two movies that really affected me when I was writing my book, both of which had butterflies in them, which represented in my mind God and what God does to help us in our life when we put faith and trust in him. And so that's a little bit about who I am, where I came from, how I'm here with you today, and what we're going to talk about. And so right now I'm coming to you live from the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. I am Dr. Eva Shaw, and this is Let's Make Life Happen, and I'll be right back. Animal lover, author, artist, and public speaker, Patricia Daly Life is a Renaissance woman in her own right. A lover of animals from a young age, Patricia lives on a farm in Virginia and has rescued neglected thoroughbred horses, keeping them or finding them safe havens. She is also a published author, and her books document real-life experiences that she shares in her passionate stories, taking the reader around the world in a colorful kaleidoscope of life. An accomplished artist, Patricia Daly Life's oil paintings feature animals, portraits, stills, nature, and abstract, and she allows the brush to paint the image in an organic, natural way. A public speaker, Patricia is motivated to continually wonder about life and advocates for all of us to do the same and document our own unique history. To learn more about Patricia Daly Life, visit www.literarylady.com and www.patricialife.com. 
pdlife.com or email her at pdlife at gmail.com. Joseph A. Moylan is the owner of Ion Health, which specializes in very unique medical devices. Ion Health offers biomats, alkalife, and frequency machines. Biomats are a far infrared and negative ion emitting FDA approved medical device. With many different sizes available, you can place them on your bed, on a massage table, or on a seat in your car. It is an unobtrusive way to health. Alkalife machines are water ionizers that cleanse and raise the alkalinity of your tap water, making high alkaline water. Frequency machines utilize certain frequencies to kill viruses and bacteria. These devices are safe and effective. Coming from a health-conscious background and studying physiology at the Academy of Natural Health, Joseph A. Moylan has 15 years of experience in the health field and wants to help you live a healthy, long life. Visit www.ionhealthbiomats.weebly.com or call 765-520-2988. Don't let your health go astray. Get in touch today. You're listening to Let's Make Life Happen with your host, Dr. Eva Shaw, and we're live on BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. And welcome back. So one last, as I would call it, housekeeping uh, kind of information that I want to give to you before we start with our topic. And that is that on my website, I have what's called on-call health. And that's where you set your appointments with me. I want you to realize that even though you're not in Edmonton or in Alberta at all, that you can still have appointments with me because you can have uh, video appointments, uh, telephone or uh, even messaging appointments with me. And so my website is where you would book those. Um, All appointments and payments are then made online. And the one thing I want you to really know is that all information in on that website is secure and cannot be accessed by anybody else. So no third parties can access that. And so I have found this service really great for people who live in rural areas, who have busy, busy schedules like we all do, or have medical conditions which make it hard to leave home. And new moms with little children find this service really convenient. I once had a mom who had triplets, new baby triplets, and so she accessed appointments with me on a weekly basis by telephone. So I was able to enjoy her world for an hour a week, and and she was able to tell me all the joys of being a new mother. So I'm going on now to Parenting Adolescents. Um, Are we, as parents, ready for the ride? That's what I think we think of these years as. This is a ride. How are we going to get through it? So last week, I want to review a little bit. Um, I started to give you two examples of issues that I had with my two teenage sons. Excuse me, I have a frog in my throat this morning and it doesn't want to leave me alone. So, I'm going to say that again. I started by giving you two examples of issues with my two teenage sons. One was to do with smoking cigarettes, if you remember, and the other was to do with drinking on the school grounds when he was in grade 8. Remember I said I used shock treatment a lot on my boys 
And all that means is that I surprise them by using different actions that surprise them um, to the reality of their behavior because I was using a different tactic than I would have used normally. And so it surprised them. And so that's why I'm calling it shock treatment. We discussed last week about frustrations with raising teenagers, and we remembered that adolescents are in a transition period from concrete thinking to abstract thinking, and they are becoming more independent, and they don't quite know how to do that, and sometimes their behaviors um, are more like a child. They think that they're becoming an or they think they are an adult. They think sometimes they know more than mom and dad, but really they're just still a child. They're growing up, mind you. They're a bigger child, but a lot of things in their mind is childish, and they don't know how to make decisions often that are safe for them. Um, And it's important that as children we're teaching them these things as they're growing up so when they get to being a teenager they're prepared we also talked about the um, peer influence as I call it so whatever the words you use for it I call it peer influence because other kids influence our kids They're influenced by others, and then they do what the other teens suggest, which might be that it isn't something they normally would do. Um, And maybe, let's say, smoking cigarettes. Maybe they've never even thought about smoking a cigarette, but all of a sudden, the kids around them are smoking a cigarette, and they hand one to your child, and what do you think they're going to do? Well, they may say no, but then they also may say yes and take it and begin smoking at that point. Peer influence, it depends upon the child how much peer influence there is in their life, but it is something that um, they, they certainly struggle with, and I believe every teenager does. This is psychosocial development, and this focuses on their identity. So what they're saying is, who am I? And they want to belong, always want to belong. They want to have a group. They want to have a family out there that they belong to. And sometimes when they get that family in place, they they walk away more from their home family. And that's normal behavior. They're starting to walk away more and more and more as they get more freedom. But I want to, to say one more time how important parents are to be there for their adolescence. We talked about the areas of teen life where we are responsible as a parent, and we noted that safety was probably at least one of the most important things where a parent has to be pretty astute and pretty on top of things Um with safety with your child. And then we started talking about what a parent can do, and that's what I'm going to talk with you here in just a minute. So teens are trying to answer, who am I? So their identity. Where do I belong? 
And what in the world is my purpose in life? Why was I born? So they're questioning, who are my friends? Um, things like, what clothes do I want to wear? Certainly not what mum suggests. Hmm. What about my hair? I told you last week that my boys always had hair down to their waist. Um, they were... Uh, did rock music they played rock music and did a pretty good job of it and had a band or two when they were young and they're still both in music and the one still has long hair down to his waist the other one has chosen um, to have his hair cut and so on but that wasn't something that I ever disagreed with all I wanted was for them to have it combed and clean I'm going to be back in a few minutes, so you are listening now to Let's Make Life Happen with your host, Dr. Eva Shaw, live on BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. Do you battle with weight loss? There is a solution. Founder of Weight No More Consulting, Deborah Simons, can help you lose weight safely and effectively through weight loss surgery. I know. I had the surgery two years ago, and I am 135 pounds lighter and medication-free. This full-service weight loss center caters to your every need as you navigate to a healthy weight following surgery. Servicing all of Canada, Weight No More Consulting takes pride in its compassionate care and guides you through each step before and after surgery. Starting with informational meetings, Weight No More Consulting educates each potential client before they decide to have surgery on the health risks of obesity and the various weight loss surgeries available. After surgery, Weight No More Consulting provides a solid support system with ongoing meetings to ensure continued success. Deborah Simons and Weight No More Consulting are committed to promoting your health and wellness through maintaining a healthy weight for life. America is out of control. Today's capitalism and the approach to money is in fact a symptom of a more widespread pattern of excessive behavior. In his book, The Culture of Excess, How America Lost Self-Control and Why We Need to Redefine Success, clinical psychologist Dr. Jay Slosar portrays an America where excess fuels the drive to succeed. Dr. Slosar examines the cultural factors that lead to excess ranging from obesity to fraud to pervasive budget deficits. His book examines the powerful economic and social factors and their impact on our psychological well-being. Dr. Slosar explores the psychological impact of increasing narcissism, perfectionism, self-destruction, and our identity confusion. He offers recommendations for helping Generation Me become Generation We. Those who resist Slosar's message will want to avoid his discussion of regulation and his recent message that at this point, democracy must be more important than today's capitalism. Get his book now online or by visiting thecultureofexcess.com. Let's Make Life Happen comes to you today live from the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio, and I am your host, Dr. Eva Shaw. There is an expression that says, it takes a village to raise a child. And I'm not sure who said that originally, but it has got a lot of meaning and a lot of truth in it. And so I would say to you, who is your village as a parent? Because you need to have a village. You need to have a lot of support when you're raising children. So I've got about seven different things that I would like to suggest as well as um, in under this, it takes a village to raise a child. So it's important that you as parents know the parents of the other child uh, and children that your child has as friends, 
get to know those other parents. This has saved kids' lives. If your if your child decides to run away, who are you going to call for help? You better know who their best friend is. You better know who their friends are. Um, and you better have spoken to those parents and have phone numbers for them so you can call them uh, because that's the first thing you would need to do. Try to invite your child's friends into your house and be the cool mom. I don't know that I was the coolest mom in the whole world, but I do know when I had teenagers that there was always a door wide open and kids like to come to our home and uh, children in the neighborhood were always welcome there and always seemed like I had a house full of kids. And uh, my kids were pretty responsible around that because I allowed them to have their friends there, whether I was there or not, because I worked so much and went to school and all that stuff. And uh, sometimes the house would be a pretty big mess, but I really didn't care. My kids were safe and their friends were, were there and safe with them. So encourage positive relationships in your children and groups with the same interests and goals and things like that. So get them into sports and whatever. Fathers, you need to date your daughters. You need to teach them how, how to be treated by a man. And you need to teach them what respect from a man looks like. That is so important. Mums, you need to spend one-on-one -on -one time with your sons as you are the example for their future wife. Take interest in their interests. See how important parents are to your kids? You've got to have lots of time to put into your kids. Somehow you've got to find that time because their future depends upon what you teach them. And the last one is educate your child around choosing good friends and how to exit toxic friendships when they're not good for them. So teach them about good friends and toxic friends and what to do in those kinds of situations. So the next part is where I'm going on from last week, really, and it's what can parents do. The, there's lots and lots of things that we can do as parents. Um, and we have to help them in their growing stage of adolescence. And so, again, I'm going to start with the list that I, I ended with last week just to catch everybody up. I'm not going to do it in detail. I'm just going to give you point forms. So you need to build on the things that you have taught your teenagers in life thus far. Things like honesty and goodness toward others. Your belief system, whatever your belief system is, is what you should be teaching to your kids. You should teach them what your morals are. You must be the example so that you're teaching them good things. That doesn't mean you need to be perfect or that you have been perfect, but they will be watching you and um, do as I do not do as I say. You must be the example who is doing it first so your kids can follow. Find a way to have a sense of humor. There is such a thing as laugh therapy, not that I do it, but I do use therapy. I do use laughter and I do use humor in my sessions because sometimes things get so intense that uh, finding a way to laugh kind of breaks that 
um, intensity and makes things uh, more enjoyable. So find a way to maintain a sense of humor. Try to understand your child. Respect him even when that is tough to do. You're not going to get respect back if you don't respect your child. That doesn't mean that you respect the things that they do if they're doing bad things or inappropriate things, but you have to respect that person, um, that child, and you have to not attack the core being of who they are, their character. You are building character in them when you're teaching them the things I'm talking about this morning. You have to take the steps to keep them safe, and we discussed that in detail last time. You have to educate them on necessary topics. You have to involve them in problem solving. The thing that kids say to me so often is, I feel so left out. I feel like what I think and want and need don't count. I really feel unloved in my family. And so... Uh, they need to be involved in problem-solving issues. Be open and honest with them. Um, be a parent. Be the adult. Do not be a friend. I mean, there's there's a fine line between it, between being an, being the adult and being a friend to your child. I want you to be friendly to your child, but if you're going to be their friend then what do friends often do? Just agree and go on along with them and no kinds of discipline and those kinds of things are not going to do your child any good. You have to realize that you are the adult and you are the parent and you have to parent your child, not be the friend to them. You have to attempt to deal with the feelings behind their behavior and be forgiving Know the most important thing is that they have survived. So if there's something that's gone wrong, uh, you know, in, in any kind of situation they might be in, when you see them, you hug them and you are just thankful and grateful that they survive. And then make sure that you talk with them about all of that so maybe it won't happen again. Always Always let them know that you love them. Know, let them know that I'll come to you anywhere and anytime you call me, I will always be there for you. So Let's Make Life Happen comes to you today live from the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. And I am your host, Dr. Eva Shaw, and I'll be right back. Attorney Renee Marie Smith is changing the way we sell real estate. She wrote a series of books called My Short Sale Guru Guides for all real estate practitioners. Whether you're a homeowner wanting to understand the process, an agent who has been handling short sales for years, or an industry analyst wanting to know how short sales impact your business, Renee uses her vast real estate experience to take a comprehensive look at the recent market phenomena while relaying it in an easy-to-understand format. Through her company, Smith Title Services, Renee has counseled thousands of short sale participants and processed in excess of a 1,000 short sales. Her knowledge is transformational for real estate professionals and laymen alike, and her live presentations provide people the opportunity to ask specific questions about their issues. Buy her books and schedule her to speak at your next event. Visit www.smithtitleservices.com or call 305-705-3428. 
website or email her at Renee at smithtitleservices.com. Isn't it time to sell your property today? Learn the My Short Sale Guru way. For over 50 years, Evelyn Stapula has been a loving advocate for people with disabilities throughout the state of Pennsylvania. President and founder of Big Heart Bridges, her organization actively campaigns for legislation and support of civil liberties that meet the needs of disabled individuals with housing, transportation, and employment. Ms. Dupula has joined forces with a variety of esteemed organizations that advocate for the disabled. She serves on the board of the United Cerebral Palsy of Pittsburgh and the Governor's Cabinet and Advisory Committee for People with Disabilities, and she is a consultant for the Pennsylvania Governor's Conference for Women. Her many efforts have led to the implementation of a transportation program for the disabled with the Access Paratransit System of Allegheny County. Evelyn Stapula strives daily to serve the interests of the disabled, to protect their freedoms, and enable them to live normal public lifestyles. To learn more, please call 412-491-2605 or email Evelyn at ers92645 at verizon.net. This is Let's Make Life Happen with your host, Dr. Eva Shaw on the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio, and we are live this morning. So welcome back. So I'm going to move on now to talk about um, what's called love languages. And a man that I met, and I went through um, his seminar and so on, by the name of Gary Chapman, Gary Chapman, he wrote The Five Love Languages and How to Express Heartfelt Commitment to Your Mate was the first one that he wrote. And he's wrote, he's written, sorry, he's written several since then. And certainly he includes children and children's love languages. He also, I believe his latest one has been on love languages in the workplace so that you can understand better the people that you work with um, and why they are the way they are. So this morning I'm going to bring forward some of his work as I talk about love languages and our teenagers. When, of course, before they were a teenager, they were a child. Um, And so children, I'm going to talk about love languages and children first, and then I'll talk about um, as a teenager. So first of all, what are the love languages? Love languages are words of appreciation, quality time, receiving gifts, acts of service, and physical touch. I will be bringing this into my next week's session as well because I'm going to be talking on marriage. So one more time, the love languages are words of appreciation, quality time, receiving gifts, acts of service, and physical touch. So teenagers live out and challenge the things that they've learned as children. They are still children. They're just older children, as I said previously. When young children teach, teach um, when we're teaching young children about love languages, what we do and what we have to do is we have to 
pour out all five of those love languages on them. And then we have to observe our children until you learn what their primary love language is. And you can do that quite early on in life. Their behavior is motivated by their own emotional desires. So maybe you've already picked up that if someone's love language, whichever one it is, primary love language, isn't fulfilled in their life, they don't feel loved. The thing is, we have to learn what somebody's love language is so that we, be it their partner or their mother or their peer, can then give them their love language. You know, it's pretty normal for us to try and love somebody else the way we want to be loved. But that doesn't work because everybody has a different love language usually. And you have to find out what that is and figure it out. So in your children, when they're young, you have to watch and observe them. So let's talk a little bit about that. So with words of appreciation, everybody needs words of appreciation. But if your child seems to soak words of appreciation in more than other children, then you might think that words of appreciation just might be their love language. With quality time... Quality time spent with your young children is so important. And if they arrange it by inviting you, let's say, to their tea party when they're little, or something like that, maybe they run to their dad when he gets home and jumps up in his arms and starts um, rubbing their fingers through his hair, then you know that Um, that quality time is what he's wanting and he's really quite demanding it. Receiving gifts. So if your child would rather play with the box than with the toy within the box, then maybe you can rule out receiving gifts as a primary love language, but you don't stop giving them gifts either. Uh, You always give them gifts. But another example would be if your child is constantly wrapping up their little things that they make and giving that to you, then maybe um, uh, giving receiving gifts you would consider might be what they like. And acts of service. If you observe your child always trying to help other kids and doing things for them, then their love language probably is acts of service. And physical touch pretty well explains itself, I would say. But if your child is constantly wanting to um, to be touched, coming over for hugs, uh, wanting up on your knee, as I said before, the other one uh, is the same with this, putting his fingers through your hair and things like that, then probably physical touch is very important to that child for love. Now, the other thing with love languages is you need to show all five to all to everyone. 
you need to do all of these things. But there will be one that will stick out as the primary, which is the one where they really, really then feel loved. <coughs> so, Gary Chapman says, if all goes well and a child's emotional needs are met, they develop into responsible adults. But if the emotional need, in other words, these love languages are emotional needs. So if the emotional need is not met, they may violate acceptable standards, expressing anger towards parents who did not meet their needs and seek love in inappropriate places. Love is something that we all need in this world. And if we don't get it, we will go somewhere else to find it. And so if you haven't discovered your love language of your children, you really need to do that. And uh, what Gary Chapman says is very true. So we're coming to you live from the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. And you are listening to Let's Make Happen Let's make life happen with your host, Dr. Eva Shaw, and I'll be right back. Patricia Fayweather Harlow is passionate about the environment and conserving our natural resources. She's written a five-part book series for all ages called Rock with Rodney and Party with Perky to Preserve Wildlife, which brings awareness through these vibrant characters on preserving and protecting our national parks and historic landmarks. Harlow has launched a campaign to mobilize green supporters, informing a united front against big oil, big coal, and the Keystone XL pipeline. And she addresses the controversial practice of fracking in books four and five. She's determined to bring greater awareness to the dangers of drilling and running crude oil through pipelines that cut through pristine landscapes. And she empowers readers to take action in keeping America beautiful. To learn more about Patricia Fayweather Harlow and to purchase her books, visit www.patricia-fayweather-harlow.com. That's F-A-Y-E-R-W-E-A-T-H-E-R. And play your part in preserving the landscape that we all share and love. Introducing BetterHomeAndGarden.com. That's www.betterhomeandgarden.com with just the letter N in Better Home and Garden. BetterHomeAndGarden.com offers you the highest quality products on the market that are environmentally safe and effective and to make them available to you at the lowest possible prices. BetterHomeAndGarden.com understands that kind of creativity and do-it-yourself attitude. Thus, we developed our website, BetterHomeAndGarden.com. BetterHomeAndGarden.com offers you the following products right online. Bath, bedding, collectibles, craft, sewing and hobby, food and beverage, furniture, home decor, kitchen and dining, lamps and lighting, large appliances, musical instruments, outdoor cooking, patio items, pet supplies, plant and garden, rug and floor coverings, small appliances, travel and luggage, and so much more. Better Home and Garden is an online retailer offering a wide variety of high-quality brand-name merchandise at discount prices. Our service is personal and we aim to please. Visit us at www.betterhomeandgarden.com. Make your home your own. Coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio, I am your host, Dr. Eva Shaw, and this is Let's Make Life Happen. So I'm just going to um, repeat one more time what Gary Chapman, who wrote the book, The Five Love Languages, what he says. He says, if all goes well and your child's emotional needs are met, they develop They develop into responsible adults. But if the emotional need is not met, they may 
violate acceptable standards, expressing anger towards parents who didn't meet their needs, and they may seek love in inappropriate places. So I want you to remember as a parent, I, I sometimes feel like I felt this way myself as a parent, that everything gets blamed on me. And especially if you're a mom, you may feel that way. Everything about everything, everybody in my family gets blamed on me as the mom. Well, you know, mums are the cog of the wheel. I believe mums <laughs> keep the family going. Mums are very, very important people in a family. And when you decide to become a mother, uh, big responsibilities do come with that. But remember that you must take care of yourself so that you can take care of others. And it's not selfish for you, mom and dad, to make sure that your own emotional love tank is getting filled by those in your life too. You do need to go out, husband and wife, together. You need that time together for you. You do need to um, to find things that you enjoy doing. And so you need to get enough sleep. You need to have proper nutrition. And you need to get exercise of some sort. Maybe you like to go to... Um, the gym, well, that's wonderful. Some people hate going to the gym. So going out for a walk is a great thing to do instead. So just make sure that you're doing good things for yourself, that you've got friends and people that can support you too, because it's a big job raising kids. And you need to be able to balance your emotions around this. So what about your teenager? I'm going to talk now about the love languages with teenagers. So learn your teen's love language so you can understand that you love them before they are in my counseling office saying, my parents don't love me. So if you understand their love language and you love them with their love language, they might not come into my office saying, my parents don't love me. What I hear from kids so often is, my parents don't love me, but they also say things like, they love my sister much more than they love me, they favor her, I don't belong in my family. So probably the parent loves both children very much, but has not learned that love language as the children's love language, each will be different. And so much, um, they must be treated differently to be able to say I love you, not only in words, but in actions. And if there's two kids in the family, there's a possibility that one of one of the children has a love language of one of the parents. And if that's the case, that could be why that parent is, um, it's easier to deal with the child with the same love language. And uh, the other child feels that um, they don't belong. So words of affirmation with a teenager. When a child is young, it's easy to give them words of affirmation. We th say things like, what lovely eyes that baby has. We encourage them to walk by saying, come on, come on, come on. And then a great big hug at the end. 
and were constantly saying to little ones, good job, good job, try again. But when the child gets older, our words seem to change from affirmation to condemnation. And here we are riding the winds with a teenager, saying things like, if you keep eating all that food, you'll get fat. and Nobody's going to date you. Or you're irresponsible and you'll never amount to anything. And then what happens with those kinds, that's just an example of things I hear that parents say to their kids sometimes. And as adults, what happens then is the self-sabotage behavior that I work with all of the time that has to do with self-esteem and self-confidence comes in. And these kids struggle with with these things and feel unloved because their primary love language has been violated in a detrimental manner. Words are powerful. That was my very first show. And boy, are they ever powerful. They can do a lot of damage or they can do a lot of wonderful good. So next is quality time. And with a team, teen, that means attending things that they're interested in. So their sports games or being interested in other things. Um, and this will help them uh, with their primary love language. If this is their primary love language, this will communicate that you love them. They will be saying years down the line, my dad attended every one of my hockey games. That made me so proud. Receiving gifts. If you give a gift and the teed responds with thanksgiving and gratefulness, he'll show it to his friends, he'll take care of it, he'll look after it, he'll play with it often. And then the primary love language you speak to your teen with is receiving gifts. Remember, it's the thought that counts. You don't need to have lots of money to provide gifts for your child. And your child doesn't need to have huge gifts, and he doesn't need to have gifts all of the time, even if that is his love language. But when you give that child a gift, make sure you say to them, this is because I love you. Acts of service, if this is the child's primary love language, then figure out what is emotionally important to him. What about when you help him with a special project? Is he grateful? He offers to help you with your work projects consistently. If that happens, it probably means that in his mind, it's a way of expressing love. So acts of service may be his love language. And and physical touch is um, is the last one, and it's pretty self-explanatory. There, are, um, with your teen, your teen may not like all of the physical things that you might like, but he just might grab your arm as you walk across the room or push you. Those are ways of him saying physical touch means I love you. So I'm Dr. Eva Shaw, and this is Let's Make Life Happen. Coming to you today live from the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. The earliest human societies worshipped a female goddess. Little is known about this time because we did not always have a written recorded history. It was around 3100 BC when the Sumerians invented the first written language and everything that preceded this time is prehistory. 
The prehistorical record includes all of women's unwritten history from 30,000 B.C. to the time that men began achieving political power around 3,000 B.C. Male feminist artist Kimberly Berg maintains a strong position in educating and inspiring both men and women through his devotional art to the goddess in all women. Studying their history is paramount to understanding who women were and who they would become later living in a patriarchal society. To learn more about this important time in our history, go to www.isisrising.net. Are you looking for employment and live in Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties? Jobs Annex is the place for you. Are you an employer looking to fill a position or quite a few positions in Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties? Jobs Annex is for you. Employers, JobsAnnex.com is your resource for career-minded people. JobsAnnex.com is the convenient place for job seekers and employers to hook up and move forward. Jobs Annex has been serving Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties for over 14 years. Jobs Annex is a former employment search firm. We've evaluated many thousands of resumes and we understand what employers want and what job applicants need to be successful in their interviews. At Jobs Annex, we provide you with the tools to tell your story for free. Our resources at JobsAnnex.com will help each applicant construct an award-winning resume, an eye-catching cover letter, and key interview questions to ask in various types of interviews. Best of all, it's free. JobsAnnex.com. That's J-O-B-S-A-N-N-E-X.com. I'm Dr. Eva Shaw, and you are listening to Let's Make Life Happen. We are coming to you today live from the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. You know what? The hour goes so very, very quickly. So this is the last segment today. And I've been talking to you about finding out what it is that says to your teenager, I love you. Because they have questions. I call them the double W questions. Who am I? What is my purpose? Where do I belong? And you need to know and you need to get the idea across to them that they are loved in your home no matter what. They need that kind of security. So the last one I was talking to you about with regards to the love languages is physical touch. So I'm just going to quickly go over it again. It's easy to express physical love to children with hugs and kisses and cuddling, etc. But what about your teen? Gary Chapman says, if your teen is regularly coming up behind you and grabbing your arm, lightly pushing you, grabbing you by the ankles when you walk through the room, tripping you. To a teenager, this is an indication that physical touch is important to him. They may be things that irritate you to death when he does that, but you have to realize what's behind the behavior. And he's saying, this is how I like to be loved. So as a family, learn to speak to each other's primary love language so everyone's emotional tank is being filled daily. Remember, as you discover your child's primary love language, focus on speaking it regularly, but do not neglect the other four. I always get people when they do the exercise, which is in Gary's book, by the way, um, so that you can place your love languages Number one is primary, number two is secondary, which are the two most important ones. 
and the other ones should be put in number three, four, and five. And you don't neglect any of the five of them because it's all of them are important for everyone, but you focus more on the primary and secondary. And the others, the three, four, and five, will become more meaningful once you are speaking your child's primary love language. And so as we are coming to the end here, um, just a summary. Love Love your children anyway. Love your teenagers anyway, no matter what it is that they're doing. Use these love languages. Never, ever give up on them. Never, ever give up on your children. Seek help for yourself with counseling. Take good care of yourself so that you can care for others. Connect with other parents and other groups, so on, and build strong friendships and family support. Remember, take care of yourself and get what you need. Next week's topic is marriage, and I'm going to be focusing uh, the first one on sex and intimacy. The Make Life Happen website, I'll remind you once again, is www.makelifehappen.info. And my email is eshaw at makelifehappen.info. Feel free to um, email your, feel free to email me your questions. I will keep them confidential unless you say you will allow me to bring them to the show and answer them here. Remember to order my book on my website, The Butterfly Flies. And the quote for today is, The best preparation for tomorrow is doing your best today. And someone by the name of H. Jackson Brown Jr. thought of that. The best preparation for tomorrow is doing your best today today so thank you for being with me today and live from the bbm global network and tune in radio i'm dr eva shaw and this is let's make life happen and i'll talk to you next week you've been listening to let's make life happen with your host dr eva shaw to understand behavior and change your deserved level in life to achieve health happiness and fulfillment listen each week here on dr eva shaw's let's make life happen you've been listening to the bbm global network The ideas, views, and opinions of this broadcast are those of the participants of the program and are not necessarily the ideas, views, and opinions of the BBM Global Network Company.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.